Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed, often imitated, but never duplicated heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks. And guess what? We've got a special guest today. We're going to spend an entire hour with the Godfather, the former, the retired Godfather of the HBO crew, Larry Merchant, Mr. Hall of Famer in the house, of course, a man that was the sports editor of the Philadelphia Daily News. I mean, he's done so many things. He's won awards, but of course... The Boxing Hall of Fame, both the International Boxing Hall of Fame back in New York, upstate New York, and the World Boxing Hall of Fame in Los Angeles both recognize the greatness of the Godfather. Folks, from 1978 up until about 2012, he was the voice, basically the face of HBO Sports. He was the guy that took all the heat. He was the man that confronted Don King. He was the guy that called Oscar De La Hoya a phony to an extent. He was the guy that took all kinds of abuse and returned, folks. I mean, the little quips that he would make, and it would be all little, um, well, how can I put this, well, well rehearsed. He, he knew what he was saying. The Godfather didn't say too much spontaneously. He knew exactly what he was saying. So when he made those controversial comments... Godfather was making those controversial comments because he felt that way. Anyway, Larry Merchant, up close and personal, open phone lines all around the planet. You can join us. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line, that's happening as well. The address, the number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. This is Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? 
Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Love Daily Fantasy but tired of being stuck on the sidelines? We have some great news. Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV. Compete against other sports fans. And if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. WinView Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation. And it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. WinView also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called the Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. WinView Games. When the game is on, it's on. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. There is no place I'd rather be than with you. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. Check it, 12 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Take it from the city by the bay to the city of angels, folks. We're bringing the Godfather himself to talk about Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, a very good Sunday morning to you, sir. Uh, thank you, Pedro, and it is a very good Sunday morning without a here doubt. in Santa Monica. Without a doubt, all over the world. Anytime we wake up without any nuclear bombs going off, I think it's a great day. That's the subject for another day. Bottom line is, HBO had some boxing last night. Of course, your former employer is Lucas Matizio, winner now, uh, the WBA world regular champion. I don't know what that, what that really means. Anyway, um, what I thought was interesting was, They've got, you know, they, all these different welterweights they've got, like Matizzi, and, 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 and they're all of different promotional ilks. Like, you know, Crawford, they want Crawford to make the move at 147. 
Well, he's with Bob Arum. And sort of at 147 is Keith Thurman's the guy at 147. So if we ever want to see Keith Thurman and, and, uh, and, and, and the kid from Omaha, Nebraska, that means Bob Arum and Al Heyman have to do business. And that's sort of like the guy from South Korea and Trump doing business. Um, you got that right. Of course, you didn't mention Errol Spence, who right now is a hot young American fighter. Uh, one of the anomalies of, of boxing today is the real heat is in the heavyweight and the middleweight divisions, which goes back decades and maybe centuries when the heavyweights and the middleweights were regarded as the best fighters if you had really good heavyweights or middleweights. That's very encouraging that uh, people at least um, inside boxing and serious fans are looking forward to big fights in those divisions. Hmm. But the anomaly is that here in the U.S., the best divisions are the welterweights. And it's really hard to get the top welterweights to face each other. Everybody's got a title of some sort, as last night indicated, a, a second regular title in, in one um, sanctioning body. I don't know what that means. No, I, I was going to ask you to explain that. What does two regular champions mean? Does that mean there's an irregular champion out there? That means that, that means that there's no super regular champion. It, listen, we we have to remember that that this is marketing and business. Marketing in the sense that, well, you, you try to get your fighter attached to some kind of title so, so that it can be promoted as a title fight, which virtually every fight is in some way or another today. Um, and it's a business. Um, these sanctioning bodies want to be attached to fighters that can generate some revenues and maybe they can uh, help each other uh, start a fire. Um, so it's, that's all about business. And it really, the, the, we, the fans, the viewers decide who the r real guys are that we want to see. We want to see Thurman who's been out and injured. We want to see Spence who looks like a real, real deal. And others in that division, um, that could make terrific matchups. But unfortunately, the economics of today's game is everybody's looking for what I call a corporate fix. Okay? A corporate fix is not the old-fashioned fix where fighters were paid money or make, given promises for losing. The corporate fix is we know the winner of every fight virtually every time because that's the matchups they're looking for. And um, that's unfortunate because, we want, because if you want to generate interest in boxing, I think, you've got you, you, you to have serious matchups 
in which we don't know the winner every time, or where at least we're not sure we're going to be watching something that uh, appears to be scripted in the sense that we know the winner. So those are the anomalies. Um, God, God understandably, God. every fighter is out looking for himself and doesn't give a, doesn't give a crap about the big picture of boxing. But if you do give a crap, uh, it isn't good for boxing if we can't get the big matchups. Well, you know, boxers don't realize that promoters are into, into this and they make and lose money. I remember I was standing next to a promoter who told Tommy Hearns that Jerry Buss was about to lose $2.5 million, and he wanted to know if that Tommy would give him back $500,000 of the $1.5 million that he put together in order to try to save the promotion. And Tommy said, promoters, that's what they do for a living. That's what their business is, to lose money. <laughs> Not exactly. They take risks, yes. Yeah. Yes, and they're entitled to make money. Uh, I, I, I don't question that. Uh, where you, you need promoters, and fighters need managers and trainers. Um, and so everybody is looking out for himself mm-hmm. in, in boxing. And that's why you have these stalemates right now okay. in trying to get the kind of fights that people want to see. And by people, I deliberately don't say fans, because the fans do want to see them, but people who are not boxing fans you mean squares. can only be attracted by big events and big names. And... Um, it's it it seems uh, very difficult to get big names to fight each other. Today. Okay, the two welterweights we want to see do battle are Keith Thurman. He's twenty nine years old with a twenty eight no record, and of course Earl Spence just as well twenty eight years old, twenty three no. The two thousand twelve Olympic gold medal is looking pretty good against Mister uh, uh, Lamont Peterson a couple of weeks ago. Um, Saul Alvarez, and of course uh, we're talking pound for pound ratings. They've got Sola up there, Terrence, Terrence Crawford up there. I got a question for you before before we go to the break. Moving from junior welterweight to welterweight for me was impossible because of just because of, of the size. It just it just didn't work for me. Okay, um, can it work for Crawford? I mean, a guy that that's a counter puncher and things like that. Can it work for him? Can he go to one forty seven and fill out and just do what he did at one forty? Well, he has the the kind of of, of a boxing talent, discipline, style that can cope with slightly bigger guys. Um, what happens when slightly bigger guys hit him? Uh, that's something we'll find out. Um, I didn't like but it. He's, he's got so much uh, savvy in the ring and a long body, and he's a, a good counterpuncher, and who can switch from right-handed to left-handed and, and mercurially without any notice of, of any change, um, that I think he can make that jump uh, successfully. Next up, we're talking the heavyweight division, folks, and it's exciting. I'm talking about Luis Ortiz, Mr. Steroids. Yeah, I know he's a Flintstone vitamin guy, but... He's going to be part of the mix, taking on Deontay Wilder in 2008 Olympic bronze medals, current WBC champion Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker. They're set as well. And, of course, man, heavyweights. Let's talk heavyweights after the break with the godfather Larry Merchant right here on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. 
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 $100 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, you two made up. Darlene's going to give up pickpocketing and start studying forgery. Aren't you ashamed of yourself, Darlene? I was only going to keep his money for him until he sobered up. That's like tying it up permanently. Deep down in Louisiana, close to New Orleans, way back up in the woods among the evergreens, there stood a log cabin made of earth and wood. Great. Chuck Berry, of course, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I, what? I got a mental fart there. I couldn't remember who he was. Can you believe that? Anyway, bottom line is we're talking heavyweights. With the great Larry Merchant, the Hall of Famer himself, we are blessed to have him in our presence today. Of course, Anthony Joshua on top, 20 and 0, probably 19 or 20 knockouts. I think he's knocked out everybody. Hovetkin, There's Frank just Hill. a word, Pedro. Pardon me? Uh, Chuck Berry was a heavyweight, and um, I saw him in person many, many moon ago. <laughs> he was. A, he, I, I saw him once at the Circle Star Theater, and 
he rocked the place, and I thought that I was, you know, I, here's what's up. Godfather, I go to see all kinds of music. I go to the opera, I go to folk, I go to hard rock sometimes on occasion, and I go to a lot of R&B and jazz. So I'm really well-versed in music. I'm sort of like a, a music uh, hooker, per se. Anywhere I can get a free music fix, I usually go. But ah, I'm, I'm blessed living here in the Bay Area, no doubt about that. Yep. No doubt about it. Anyway, you remember, hey, speaking of hanging out, you used to hang out with Paul Simon where, in Greenwich Village? Well, in New York. I can't say I hung out with him. But we had many encounters. We went sat at a dinner together. Uh, I met him on a plane. I met him out in the Hamptons. Um, and he was around. Um, I wrote a, a column once when I was a columnist at New York Post about uh, the great song with the great lyric, Where Have You Gone, Joe DiMaggio? The nation turns its lo- lonely eyes to you. And trying trying to interpret that line, where it came from, and so on and so forth. So Simon was around, and occasionally uh, we, we bumped against each other. Okay, can you explain that line since you brought that out here to people listening around the world that, that, that have heard that a thousand million times? They, they, they don't know what it means. Can you explain that to them? Well, my recollection is that um, uh, Simon said um, that it was just an intuitive line. He was like a, a rock poet. Uh, and that it had a feeling to it that was correct at the time of the vast change in social upheaval of the 50s and 60s and 70s with the anti-establishment movements and the anti-war movements and the feminist movement and the civil rights movement, uh, all as part of those times. And uh, they were tumultuous. And uh, the line, where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio, um, a nation turns its lonely eyes to you, um, it carried a kind of nostalgic uh, weight about the old days. You know, um, I had a, I encountered him one time in my life alone. We were both standing together in the turf club at Bay Meadows. I was escorting a rich guy to um, to the races every day or three or four days a week for getting paid for it. And he was there, and we acknowledged each other. And, and I don't know if he was giving me the green light to come at him or not because we were like 15 feet away, and he smiled and it was, it was sort of like the open door, but then I, I respected his privacy so much that I turned and walked away. And you know what, Godfather, I have to tell you, that is the, uh, may sound disrespectful to the rest of the world, but that's the only time I've ever not walked up to somebody and talked to them in my life. Well, I've had a number of, of those kinds of occasions as a journalist uh, where you feel on the one hand that um, you, you have entry uh, any place, if you're asking questions, legitimate uh, questions about stories you're following, but in the other place, you don't want to impose on people's privacy all the time. So, um, for the other night, uh, I went out to dinner with some friends, and um, Larry David was sitting at a nearby table, um, and um, and we knew each other from days gone by also. And I didn't want to impose on him. I was having a private dinner. He was, but we did recognize each other across the room. And I 
gave him a thumbs up and a nod, and later he came over and said hi. Um, but it's it's something I've always, you know, because as a journalist, you feel you, you, the world is is yours to to uh, examine, uh, and when it's not appropriate. Yeah, and to believe it or not, that was really only the one time in my life, or one of the few times in my life in which I really put that rule. Well, you're ballsier than I am. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I saw a lady that, that she recently passed. The lady did Rocky the Flying Squirrel. I can't think remember her name. The the voice of Rocky the Flying Squirrel is a young lady, and I, I I met with her in New York's airport, and we locked eyes back and forth, and. And, and and I engaged in a conversation with her. We talked for like 35 minutes, you know what I mean? So I, well, that's great. Yeah, I know it's great. And I, I don't consider it uh, at the same time as I think, well, you're being considerate. Uh, I also think you're being foolish. Why not make a personal uh, connection? So we all have our ways of dealing with that. Uh, and if you're mentioning heavyweights and Rocky, uh, yes, I once uh, did an interview with Rocky Marciano in a hotel room before his fight with Archie Moore. And and I met Joe Lewis uh, when he was retired and working in Caesar's Palace as a greeter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I go back away. Did, did, when I when I encountered Joe Lewis at, at Caesar's Palace, he was in a wheelchair and really sort of in bad shape there, like 1979, 78, 80. I think he died in 81, I believe, April of 1981. But, you know, I got to give props to the people at Caesar's Palace and whoever set him up there because they took care of him. And, and, and you know, yes. I, he he could have been a broke guy laying in the street somewhere, and they really took care of him. So I, I want to was it Bob Halloran? Um, I don't know. Uh, there were some other people in Vegas who uh, who took care of him, um, and that's been true of many great old fighters who found themselves in bad shape. And their communities would take care of them somehow. Um, in, 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 in some uh, Latino countries, the governments have offered and given stipends to old fighters. So many of them have been taken care of in one way or another. Okay. Let's talk heavyweights. Joshua, 20 and zip, 20 knockouts. Of course, he's taken on. Uh, well, he's going to take on Joseph Parker. Parker's like 24 and zip out in New Zealand with the WBO strap. Uh, of course, the other heavyweight fight, Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz. Ortiz evidently has cleared some some type of WBC standards as far as drugs are concerned. And you and I know that whatever that means, who cares? I, I guess they're going to do battle. Um, what do you think, Godfather? I mean, how Look, we, how- I care. I care. Uh, drugs give a competitive advantage. Uh, to to many athletes, so I care about that. Uh, that said, he's failed twice. He's still got time to fail a third time. <laughs> uh, um, uh, the Ortiz of a, a few years ago, uh, who many of us thought might be the best heavyweight out there, um, I don't know if he's long gone or not. But it's a a, a good test. Wilder, and if he passes it, uh, he can stand out and holler and, and, and try to get Joshua in what would be a, a gigantic fight. But Joshua is fighting Parker, who is a pretty decent fighter. 
And then the question is, well, will he fight Wilder? Will he fight Tyson Fury, which would be an immense event um, in Europe and Britain? Um, we don't know, but um, it's nice to be talking about heavyweights. There's also a heavyweight from the U.K. that they're talking about, Dillian White, who's 22-1. and I think he's going to take on Lucas Brown in the near future. Lucas Brown, 25-0. and As far as the drugs are concerned, I was jesting, Godfather, because you know, I mean, if they want to use drugs or, or, or steroids and hitting golf balls, that's that. I, I got problems. Baseballs, but when you're hitting people and you're using an advantage to hurt people and or maim people, I got a problem with that. Well, uh, look, um, I once asked, um, what's her name, Goodman? Um, Margaret Goodman. The, yeah, who was in the uh, Nevada uh, Commission. Mm-hmm. And who now runs uh, the the uh, USADA? Yes, and uh, which has the strictest controls. And she's been a great advocate uh, for for these controls. And I once asked, but I once asked her, I said, "Can you name anybody who has been seriously helped in boxing by steroids, in in the sense that?" That they've become, they've moved up from being a B fighter to a B plus or an A fighter, or anything like that. That it gave suddenly, suddenly they had power they didn't have before. And she thought for a long, long moment, and she said, "No." That said, uh, it still give it may give some kind of uh, uh, advantage in conditioning and stamina, um, and so on. There's a reason that these are, are used. Well, real quick, um, real quick, Godfather, there's a question for you. Evander, if Evander Holyfield hadn't taken Flintstone vitamins, do you really think he could have took that cruiserweight body and done battle with guys like Riddick Bowe and Mike Tyson and things like that? I mean, he put well, on a lot uh, of muscle. I've been asked about that, and I don't know about that, but, you know, it's not unusual in boxing history for young uh, uh, star-like heavyweights to uh, e- e- evolve over time into, into heavyweights. Um, we've seen any number of uh, young light heavyweights who became uh, heavyweight champions. Cassius um, Clay. Well, uh, Cassius Clay from the Olympics where he won a gold medal. Um, you know, uh, Jack Dempsey and... Um, and Floyd Patterson and Marciano were all small heavyweights, relatives not just to the super heavyweights of today, but of the real heavyweights of their time. So um, I can't say that Holyfield wouldn't have been um, what I consider a great fighter who fought across divisions uh, as he Godfather, got older. You, Godfather, you want to hold that thought and do another segment? Sure. The Godfather Larry Merch is sticking around. We are blessed, folks. 1 800 878 Play. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Quarters where the ragged people go Looking for the places only they would know Love Daily Fantasy but tired of being stuck on the sidelines? We have some great news. 
Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, and if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. WinView Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation, and it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. WinView also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called the Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. WinView Games. When the game is on, it's on. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. The new year is here, and it's time to honor those resolutions to look your best. Dr. Edward Damanskis brings decades of experience as a plastic surgeon to help you where you need it most. Abdominal etching, gynecomastia, calf implants, facial surgery, hair restoration, and more. You can see the incredible results at lookbestforless.com. Serving clients in California, Florida, Europe, and the Caribbean, Dr. Damanskis has appeared on Good Morning America and worked with multiple Olympic teams and the U.S. Army, and he can help you. Go to lookbestforless.com. That's lookbestforless.com. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Coming back with the sounds of the boxer, appropriately. Paul Simon and Simon and Garfunkel, of course. I saw Garfunkel about a year and a half ago, and he was terrible, and, and I really don't want to rain on his Hall of Fame parade or anything like that, but he lost his voice, and he regained his voice, and what he regained wasn't the voice that he once had, so I'll just leave it at that. The Godfather Larry Merch is on the line from Southern California, folks, the City of Angels. Of course, we're talking boxing and MMA up until the top of the hour. And Larry, did I, where did I cut you off before the break, sir? Uh, I have no recollection. Well, neither we do I. So no big thing. Old heavyweights so, yeah. and Evander Holyfield. And, um, yeah, the fact, you know the, the fact that heavyweights... I'm excited by do... some of the current uh, heavyweights. All right. All right. So I guess they're going to test the snot out of RT. Ortiz is going to be tested and tested and tested and tested. But the fact that he failed twice, that sort of taints him forever, doesn't it? 
Uh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it shows, uh, uh, I mean, I know he had a lot of, uh, shall we say some body fat on him. Um, I don't know that he used it to uh, allow himself, um, uh, to get into the, uh, best conceivable shape, but, uh, it, you know, a fighter who uses that stuff is somehow admitting that he doesn't have the right stuff inside him, that he needs some additional help. Um, and um, we've seen what's, what's happened to Cuban fighters who have come over in the last decade or so as one by one they go by the wayside and... Again, I thought Ortiz was was uh, uh, as good as it got a few years ago, but it's gotten better, and uh, it doesn't appear that he has. Good point. You know, um, in around 1999 or the year 2000, the infamous Harold Smith asked me, came to San Francisco and said to me, will you come to Florida and train some fighters for me? I said, I can't train fighters. I'm not a trainer. He said, no, I just want you to get up with them and run with them in the morning and I'll pay you $1,000 a week, and I'll take care of your hotel bill. You'll be on Miami Beach. You get to live it up at night, the whole nine yards, and I'll take care of all your expenses. I said, really? He goes, yeah. I said, okay, I'll try this out. So I went down there, and I spent two weeks. It was, it was a month gig. The first thing was a month gig, month training process. But I spent two weeks, and the reason why I left was that the Cubans were just so undedicated. I mean, Dio Belli's Hurtado and his other buddy, his other buddy when I went to get them to run in the morning, I smelled booze on their breath in the morning at five o'clock. And you know, if you're getting well, up, I f- call it, uh, I call it a taste of freedom. Okay. After living in a police state most of their lives, and and coming to America and in that Florida scene where there are many uh, Cuban expatriates, uh, many of these fighters could not handle these Cuban fighters, aside from trying to make the transition to being professional fighters, um, they couldn't handle success. Um, Now, I'm painting with a broad stroke here, but that's my observation in general, that uh, having having the freedom and the money um, was just... uh, overwhelming to them. And so a lot of them fell by the wayside. I I sort of liken it to an uncontrollable kid in a candy shop. I mean, just, well, in a way, yes. I mean, they've been in a controlled environment for a long time and being paid by the state. And, you know, I once went to Cuba uh, to do uh, a piece about the, the Cuban sports revolution in general. And it was there that I spent the day with the boxing team and, Teofilo Stevenson and and others and um, and, and they had a, an extraordinary history in boxing from Cuba and uh, they used that uh, to try to win Olympic gold medals for the the home team mm-hmm. and they were successful as amateur fighters <clears throat> they are some of the elite no doubt about that but as professional fighters they seem to be a bit lacking. I think we'll just leave it at that. Wilder and Ortiz, it's it's going to be a firefight. You figure, uh, as I said, he'll be drug tested. Both guys will be drug tested. That'll be a firefight. But Joshua and Park will be a firefight as well. But 
these are sort of prelims, right, Larry, for the big fight later this well, year. Well, that, that's what everybody is 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 uh, hoping in a way uh, that this is a build up to the big showdown fight between a an, an unbeaten American knockout artist and an, an unbeaten Brit who looks like a heavyweight champion is supposed to look and. Uh, um, so yes, but uh, and, and I think Wilder is more than just a puncher. He has a, he has a certain ring uh, savvy and sense, and uses his uh, his uh, height and uh, his mobility to get him in position to punch. And uh, what what uh, impressed me about Ortiz a couple of years ago is he looked like the first big. Uh, super heavyweight who could punch on the inside the way Riddick Bowe did, because most of them can't do that. They, 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 they leave themselves too open to fight on the inside, and they're very, and that's why they wrestle around a lot. Um, but, um, hey, uh, let's, let's see what happens, and if Wilder can take care of business, and, and uh, the Brit can take care of business, then there will be a huge international fight down the road. I guess almost all 90,000 seats have been sold out for Parker and Joshua right about the same uh, time. Just amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to even comprehend because it's a, it's a different mo- uh, economic model than the U.S. where, um, where we use uh, arenas in... Vegas, um, high rollers to pay the big, big uh, bucks, uh, and so on, uh, and pay per view. But there, uh, Anthony Joshua, um, who's a terrific young man, he, he comes off as a great kid. You want to be near, and um, I mean, he's had two heavyweight fights, ninety thousand tickets, seventy-five thousand. Now a third one that's going over the roof. So um, it it shows the enthusiasm for boxing, which is deeply embedded in the British culture. And um, we may have a real big international event uh, that um, non-fight fans will be attracted to. Question for the Hall of Famer, Larry Merchant. Joshua's drawing 75, 90,000 people. I think it's 90,000 people have been sold. 90,000 seats have been sold for this. Cardiff, Wales, Principality Stadium is what they're calling it. How come an American heavyweight has never done anything even remotely like that? Well, Joe Lewis did, you know, way back in the day before before television. Uh, they were filling Yankee Stadium for for Joe Lewis fights. Okay. I'm talking when he fought when he fought the Max Schmeling the first time. I think they were like eighty thousand people at Yankee Stadium in around 1930. Five or six, uh, and and of course, uh, you know Dempsey and Tunney drew a hundred thousand. Uh, that was way back in the day, but the economics have changed. Television. Uh, I did see Ali fight uh, Norton outdoors at Yankee Stadium. I I don't remember what the crowd was like. There were big ballpark uh, fights once upon a time, <coughs> but. Um, not in modern times. You know, you brought up Norton and Ali in that third fight in Yankee Stadium. 
I was the MC for an event with these guys, Norton, Ali, and George Foreman. It was a fourth champion. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Joe Frazier. It was Ken Norton. Yeah. Norton, Ali, Foreman, and somebody else. can't remember who the fourth guy was. Anyway, I'm, I'm introducing all these guys, and Norton's got a big chip on his shoulder. He's acting like a big a-hole. He's just acting like a jerk, man. And it's against Ali. He's like looking at Ali, making smacks at Ali in the whole nine yards. So we're getting ready to go up on stage, and I guess we're about three or four minutes away. We're in this green room, and Ali turns to Norton. He says, you know, champ, that third fight, I think you got the best of it. And he went out to shake Norton's hand. So Norton stuck out his hand, and he shook his hand. And Norton started crying right then and there. He couldn't believe it. The, the, I guess he had held that pent-up hatred inside of his heart for so long over that third fight that he couldn't believe it. And here Ali went and told him that, and Ali brought him to tears, Larry. Mm-hmm. You know, well, so. It, it, I remember the fight uh, pretty pretty vividly. Um, but I don't remember the last big uh, heavyweight fight or, or any division fight in a ballpark. No, I, I well, no, no, we did some ballpark fights with Canelo Alvarez and those guys down there, Dallas Stadium and things like that. So they did. Some, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. San Antonio. Yeah. It drew 40,000, 50,000 people. Mm-hmm. You're right. But, but the bottom line is this guy's doing it at the drop of a hat, and he could fight Larry Merchant after, uh, after, this, after his next opponent and then fight me after that, and he could still draw 90,000 people each day. Yes. Well, if I was 50 years younger, I would not uh, whip his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, the heavyweights are so big. He's six foot seven. He's well-built. I mean, he's not, a, he's not a skinny, gangly guy. He's really a six foot seven inch muscular man. Yeah, I mean, he looks the part. He's 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 a, a great communicator. He sort of gets the whole scene. There's there's an, an energy and enthusiasm. I mean, uh, uh, he's Ali like. If nobody will be Ali, but he has that uh, smile about him that makes you want to hang out with him and. Um, he is as big as an athlete could possibly be in uh, in Great Britain. Switching gears, looking at the middleweight division, Saul Alvarez, 49-1. Of course, that lone loss to Floyd Mayweather when he was a baby. Uh, Gennady Golovkin, 37-0. and These guys are supposed to get to hook it up. Cinco de Mayo weekend once again. Um, is this fight going to get buzzed? It didn't get the buzz after the first fight. I think it should. Was it because of the decision? It was a draw? I mean, it just... What what was there was something missing? Well, here. I think the draw and then the controversy over one of the cards, and said, which which seemed to overwhelm uh, what I saw with my eyes, mm-hmm. which was a, uh, a a big middleweight fight, one of the biggest in years, that lived up to the billing. It was a hell of a good fight. Um, uh, so I do think that fight fans want to see it again. And I do think there will be some be buzz. It'll be buzzworthy, and um, I wonder what it will lead to. Is Vasil Lomachenko the scariest fighter right now? And, and, and I mean, he is. If I was to have a fighter, I don't know if I'd want to put him in with him. I mean, I look around; he's just he looks like a monster. Well, I don't. I don't think people are running to fight him, but. Uh, <laughs> I think that uh, Spence looks like 
uh, a bigger version of Lomachenko to me, uh, a, a, a different uh, style, but a, uh, one of the best-looking body punches I've seen in a very long time. Maybe since Ray Leonard at welterweight? Well, I don't know. You know Chavez, uh, but um, um, I, I think he's got the goods. I'll tell you, in, in my heart of hearts, what I really want to see down the road is Spence Canelo. Wow. At, a hundred and, at, a, at a catch weight, maybe 54, 55, uh, because I think Spence looks strong enough and smart enough and tough enough to fight a little bigger guy. And uh, Canelo isn't that much bigger than him. And that would be a monster event, uh, particularly if Canelo uh, can finish what he, what he started in late in the uh, first fight. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hall of Famer, the great Larry Merchant. Larry, say hello to the godmother for me. I wish her the best, and I hope you do have a wonderful week as well. You too, Pedro. What can I say, folks? Larry Merchant, live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Many sights to see. And when I look in my window, so many different people to be. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car, but today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, 
I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Going to go through the top 20s, hey, top 25 fighters according to BoxRec.com and the record. Sergey Kovalev, of course, the uh, twice beaten light heavyweight champion, is looking to come back and make his mark as the WBO title holder, of course, after Andre Ward retired, his conquer. Moving up the list, number 21, Mikey Garcia, undefeated 37 0. I wish the best for him. Of course, I think he's one of these guys that could fight at 35 or 40. We'll see what happens as far as his movement. And the pound-for-pound pound ratings are concerned, of course, off for a couple of years due to a contract dispute. He's back. He's rocking and rolling. We want to see more of Mikey Garcia, no doubt about that. Moving things up, of course, you've got Niall and Inoni, of course, the, uh, the Japanese fighter, rocking and rolling, no doubt about that, 15-0, looking like good. Carl Frampton, once beaten, got Carl, got problems with Carl, 24-1. and Danny Garcia, forget about it, 33-1, and doesn't want to engage at 147. He will not put his... Uh, his body in, in harm's way. Therefore, he's probably not going to make it. Moving up the list, Earl Spence, of course, 23 and zip. Man, he's a guy. Godfather loves him, of course. Leo Santa Cruz, eh, 122, forget him. Moving up the list further, Keith Thurman. Love him, man. At welterweight, no doubt about that. Michael Burchout, 135 pounder, has been on HBO a couple of times. Take it back, 130 pounder, not in Lomachenko's league. Speaking of Lomachenko, he is the deal, real deal, no doubt about that. 10 and 1, that one loss, of course, to. Uh, Orlando Salido when he got mugged in the over-the-weight match, but he is the real deal. He's a monster. Terrence Crawford, 32 in zip, and, of course, Tanu Alvarez, the aforementioned world middleweight champion, 49-1, as is the undefeated, both the world middleweight champions, Johnny Golovkin, 37 in zip with a draw. Bottom line is, that is your best fighter pound for time as we enter the world of 2018 and the boxing world. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. <laughs> 